Hello, and welcome to the Badass Business Squad podcast, where I help entrepreneurs like you feel lit up in their businesses by connecting them with the best community, education, and business strategy. I'm your host, Katrina Widener. Tune in each week for bite-sized episodes where I'll share implementable advice, interview guest experts, and highlight key takeaways from real hot seat meetings inside the Badass Business Squad group coaching program. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back to the Badass Business Squad podcast. I am very excited because today we have former group coaching expert, Allison Ewing here. She came and spoke to the group about cultivating calm, and we were able to do some really fun exercises around really how to take care of ourselves as entrepreneurs and even did some body movement. And I'm really excited to have her come and speak about this subject to all of you as well, because I feel like as entrepreneurs, we are generally focusing on ourselves last. (laughs) So thank you so much, Allison, for coming today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. (laughs) So before we kind of dive into our topic today, I was hoping that you could just introduce yourself a little bit to all of the listeners, just let them know like who you are, what you do, all of that good stuff. Yeah. So like you said, I'm Allison Ewing and I am a wedding and lifestyle photographer here in Cleveland, Ohio. And I'm also a registered yoga teacher. And a fun fact is I actually just realized that today is the exact day seven years ago that I graduated from my yoga teacher training. So I thought this was kind of like an appropriate thing. Yes, that's awesome. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) Today we're going to be talking about self-care for entrepreneurs, which I think is the perfect thing to have you speak on. Before we dive into some of those tips that you have for the people who are listening, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit about your story with entrepreneurship and self-care and why it is something that you ended up being really passionate about and excited about. Yeah. So back in 2011, I had confided in a really close friend that I was feeling a lot of anxiety and having what I now know to be as panic attacks. And she said, you know, Allison, you should give this thing called yoga a try. I heard it's really great for stress. So I was desperate to feel better. I truly did not know what was going on in my body and in my mind. I just knew that I would give anything a try. So I went to my first yoga class a few weeks later and I walked out of that class feeling something that I hadn't felt in a really long time and that was relief. And so from that moment on, I couldn't get enough of yoga. So I started going multiple times a week that just turned into me realizing that, you know, if I can help just one person feel that same relief that I felt after that first yoga class, that becoming a yoga teacher would be more than worth it. And to be honest with you, uh, yes, wedding and lifestyle photography is amazing. I love that. But being a yoga teacher is just my joy. I totally understand that because I had a similar situation when I started coaching where I was so deeply anxious and unhappy in my nine to five job that I was like, I need to make a change. And so I am sure that a lot of people listening are like, yep, totally, totally understand this, especially living in a pandemic for the last two years and so many people feeling anxiety and having some mental health struggles maybe they haven't felt beforehand. I am just really glad that we're talking about this because I feel like it is such a perfect timing and going to be very, very helpful for people. I agree. I think it is something that we don't really talk about a lot, or it's something that you kind of just talk about with maybe a close friend. But 
I just think it is such an important topic uh, to speak about and be open about. Yeah, definitely. We are no longer living in the world where mental health is like this taboo topic. So I know we're going to talk a little bit today about some different ways entrepreneurs can prioritize their self-care. And I was hoping that we could kind of just dive right in and have you share like maybe the first way that business owners and entrepreneurs can really start taking care of themselves as opposed to just taking care of their businesses and their clients. Yes, absolutely. So my first tip on making your self-care a priority is what does your self-care look like? And you may already know what your self-care looks like, but there may be some of you listening who have no idea and that is totally okay. So we can start to identify self-care by asking yourself first and foremost, what feels like you? What fills you up and makes you feel joy? Is there something you do where you feel nothing but happiness in that moment? So maybe it's working out or attending a fitness class. Maybe it's starting a book club or attending a mom's group or even volunteering at your favorite nonprofit. Maybe you love to doodle on an iPad or work a puzzle or crochet. Or perhaps you're happiest when you meditate in the morning or take a long walk in nature. So identifying what that type of self-care looks like for you is so important. And it can and should look different for everyone that is listening to this podcast. But your version of self-care shouldn't feel forced. So I would just encourage you as you're trying to think through and find what your self-care looks like, that it should make you feel like the best version of you. Definitely. We talked a little bit about this as well when you came and spoke to the group. I have a similar question in my free workbook on my website that helps people kind of goal set and plan where it's literally asking them, what are the actions that you're doing when you like yourself when you're doing them? Yep. Right. And really identifying for me that difference between I like myself when I'm reading or when I'm being creative or when I'm being active. Right. I really find a lot of joy from going on a walk every day if I can. That really, really lights me up. And I don't like who I am when I'm in a 45 minute commute to and from someplace, right? When I first was asking myself those questions, I was in my nine to five and I was like, I don't like who I am when I'm in that commute. I'm road ragey. I am not a happy human being. I am not taking care of myself. I am full of anxiety. (laughs) And so, yeah, I love that that's where we're starting. What makes you happy? What makes you feel that relief already? Yeah, it is. It's just so important. And, you know, my version of self-care The main version is yoga. There are multiple other things that I also consider my self-care. But I think that's also a really important point is to say that even though for me, yoga is my self-care, that doesn't mean that it is your version of self-care. And that's okay. So again, just truly finding that activity that really lights you up and sparks joy is just so important. I 100% agree. Okay. So we've kind of found out what that activity is. What's the next tip you have for everyone? So tip number two is to put it in your calendar, treating your version of self-care like you would any other appointment or meeting. I always suggest writing it down if you're a paper planner person like I am, or by adding it to your Google calendar, just so you can see it on your to-do list. I've just found that over the years, when I write down my self-care in my planner and actually have it on my schedule, that I am going to do it. So I've just found that by writing it down, 
you're more likely to follow through with this commitment to yourself. That is such a simple, simple thing. (laughs) But like literally you're sitting there talking about it. I'm like, oh crap, I need to start doing that again. You were talking about it. I'm literally sitting here in my head being like, okay, I used to do that. I don't do that anymore. That explains why I'm not doing this every single day. (laughs) So I think that's such a small thing, but it makes such a huge impact. And like I said, I live and breathe by my paper planner and I even have the little stickers that have the little drops of water, but just to remind you to drink water, because again, it's such a basic self-care need, making sure you're hydrated throughout the day. But it's something that if I don't see it, I'm probably not going to be thinking about it because, you know, the rest of my to-do list takes over. So again, even just those little simple things, writing it down or just being able to see it on a constant basis is really beneficial to making it part of your routine. Well, it's also that idea of like, if you're not thinking about it, if you don't see it, then it's not going to be at the forefront of your mind, right? Like if you're not making the effort to have it be something you're thinking about regularly, you're not going to be thinking about it regularly. So that makes a ton of sense. Exactly. Okay, cool. So now that we know what we're doing and we're making sure we're actually planning it and scheduling it in so that it's not getting buried underneath meetings or editing work or whatever people are working on, what is the third way that we can prioritize our self-care? So my third tip And I say this with love is to limit your excuses. Yes. Yes. It is so easy to get overwhelmed by your never ending to-do list. But if you don't make your self-care a priority, you'll always find a reason why you can't do it. And it'll just continuously get pushed to the back burner. So even if, yes, this is technically adding something to your list, I believe that it is absolutely necessary for the health and happiness of you and also your business. I feel like oftentimes if we don't plan for it, it's never going to happen. But also I know people who actually plan their self-care activities first on their calendars, right? Like I'm scheduling out this week or I'm scheduling out my month. I know that I want to do a monthly massage. So I'm going to block that out in advance so that people can't schedule meetings over the top of it. And I think that idea of eliminating those excuses and not allowing them to happen is really hard. But also the tips that you're giving are kind of making it feel even that much easier. Like I can use myself as an example. I don't work on Fridays. I specifically have my weekly scheduled worked out so that I work Monday through Thursday and then I have a three-day weekend every single weekend and for me that has been a game changer because I planned it out in advance right it's almost even like that idea of if anyone who's listening knows profit first where the whole idea of profit first is if you take your profit out of your paychecks right off the bat you're guaranteed profit immediately as opposed to just seeing what's left over when you are planning your self-care and taking care of yourself if you schedule that time off first if you decide what that is first if you make that the priority then those excuses really don't have as many areas to come in and sneak in because it's like no I've already decided in my weekly schedule that I'm not working on Fridays I don't need to wait and just magically see if I'll eventually have a time when I don't have to work on Fridays because then people will schedule meetings then You'll have work that has to get done then. You won't have thought about it in advance. So I really love 
kind of that combination of the one, two, three. This is going to be the way to guarantee that you're taking care of yourself as opposed to just seeing what time and energy you have left over after doing all of the things. Absolutely. And I do a similar thing when I have a wedding on a weekend. So that Friday, I take off as well. And, you know, yes, I have my routine that day of charging all the cameras and getting everything ready, but that doesn't take the full day by any means. And so the rest of the time is truly just a me day. And I, I like to call them an MHD, my mental health day. And I, I do whatever I want, you know, I mean, it could be yoga. It could be some foam rolling because Lord knows uh, my body needs to prep for being on my feet, carrying heavy gear for 10 plus hours a day. And so again, just having that time to just decompress and really helps me get into the zone for what I'm about to do on Saturday. And I can just kind of go into the wedding day with a clear head and not being stressed. And it's worked out really well for me. It also makes me think when we talk about self-care traditionally, I think a lot of people think of this is what I'm doing to make myself feel better after I already feel bad. And instead, the way that you're kind of approaching it, and this is the way that I do it too, is really this idea of, no, I'm going to, from the get-go, prioritize my self-care so that I don't get bad, right? I don't get into that negative mental headspace, or I don't get burnt out and overwhelmed and exhausted. I, I love to say as business owners, we all know that if we are not at our best, then there's no way our business can be at its best either. And that is what I live by. Because again, if I am not taking care of myself first and foremost, then I am not showing up as the best version of me to my clients, to my family and my friends. And so again, I think it is so important to just block out that time where you can just do whatever you need to do to be that best version of you. Exactly. I like to say self-care is not just taking a hot bubble bath after a long day, but it is putting the systems and the things you enjoy in place so that you don't feel the need to escape after a long day, right? And let me tell you, I love bubble baths. I love bubble baths, but that means that I have created a life where I can take like three baths a week and not feel guilty or not feel like I'm shirking my responsibilities or I don't have the time to do that. It's built in. (laughs) It's not something I'm doing to escape. It's something I'm doing so I don't need to escape. I'm so glad you mentioned that because I I have seen over the last couple of years, I feel like the term self-care has been thrown around a lot. And like you mentioned, a lot of times it is the long bubble bath or a manicure and a pedicure, which yes, those things in their own right are great forms of self-care. There is so many more forms of self-care than that. And there's actually six forms of self-care. Not that we have, you know, (laughs) the time to dive into them, but again, finding that self-care activity that makes you feel joy, your mind, your body, and your spirit. It just is so important. Exactly. And I would even say just to start off with guys, what's something that you can do to bring yourself joy every single day, every single day, right? Maybe it's a 30 second dance party. Maybe it's picking up flowers when you're at the grocery store. Start small and then work your way up to we're doing yoga three times a week. We are going on a walk every single day. We are doing these things that we personally find are aligned with us and our joy. So anyways, thank you, Allison, so much. This has been so amazing. I really appreciate it. 
I love chatting all things self-care, love talking even one-on-one with people who want to talk further about what their self-care journey looks like and what really fills them up. And I love talking about that. So last question is if you had like one more piece of advice or one last message that you want everyone to walk away with, what would that be? I think first and foremost is knowing that self-care isn't a one-size-fits-all approach. So truly finding what works best for you, but also recognizing that self-care can change over time, depending on the season of life that you may be in at the moment, or also the actual season. So, you know, for, for me, being a wedding photographer in Northeast Ohio, no one is really having weddings in January, February, and March. So I know that this is not necessarily my off season because I am still doing work, but it's definitely that slower season, slower pace. So my self-care routine looks a lot different right now than it does in September and October, which is my very busy season. So again, recognizing that there is seasonality and that your self-care routines can change is just also really important. Because I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves as well if you can't get to every single thing that you were doing back when you had more time. I hope that makes sense. Oh, totally. I think that's also very, very important. I'm glad that you added that and brought that up because, yeah, everything evolves, right? Everything evolves, including us and how we need to take care of ourselves. That was a perfect message to add. And I also think that sometimes the best form of self-care is just the power of saying no to things that no longer serve you or that are no longer bringing you joy. And and that is something that I try to live by. Back in December, I took a look back on my year and just looked at, okay, what is it in my business that I truly love to do? And then what is it that really doesn't spark that joy? So then taking that into 2022 and just planning to say no to those things is also really important in terms of self-care. Yeah, we're saying no to 45-minute commutes, guys. <laughs> saying no to road rage. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for coming on here, Allison. Before we leave, can you let everyone know where to find you after they listen? Of course. So I am Allison Ewing Photography on Instagram and on Facebook, but I love the gram. So like I said, I would love to continue this conversation. Uh, I would love if if your listeners want to send me a DM and let me know what their form of self-care is. I would love to dive in further, you know, just have that conversation. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Allison. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If what you heard was impactful in any way, it would mean the world to me if you left a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And if we aren't friends on Instagram yet, come join the party at katrina.widener or come visit the website at katrinawidener.com.